Welcome to The Tailored Quill. I'm Taylor Wilkins, and I hope you enjoy today's perspective. In a parallel universe, or maybe in like a future life or something, a next life, I know that I am or would be a really, really good journalist. I would love reporting, like, you know, and I would be a, a real journalist. I'd be reporting real news, not the fake news, not, you know, the criticism of journalists these days. But the reason why is because there are a lot of correlations between journalism and doing mental health work, psychology, therapy, which I'll get into in a minute. But my mom, when she was alive, the two like most primary things that she taught me not only was number one, empathy showing compassion toward other people, but being in tune with how they're showing up for you as well. Just, you know, being connected with whoever you're talking to and being present emotionally, attentively, energetically. But number two, and most importantly, how to use that empathy, which was being curious, curiosity. I mean, my mom was a master at this. My mom would take a stranger on the street and within two to three minutes have their entire life story. And so mom would have been a phenomenal therapist also at some point, but she was so empathetic, you know, that she made these such deep connections with people. And so in her case, it was just so impactful because it was so deep a connection. And it was so deep a connection because it's so authentic and real. My mom was not being fake. My mom was not trying to manipulate she was genuinely, genuinely curious about that person's day and about that person's life and where they came from and what they're all about or what their childhood was like <laughs> or where they went to school. You know, the list goes on and on, but she was real, okay? Now, if we think about doing mental health work, you know, going to therapy, working on ourselves, trying to develop and grow personally in emotional ways or in deep um yeah, deep emotional ways, deep psychological ways, we also know that it has to be deep. It has to be real. You have to be authentic. Otherwise, you're not going to get any answers. You're not going to make any progress. And in fact, it's going to do you even more harm than good because some aspect of it's going to feel fake or you might be hard on yourself or just something's going to be manipulated and the whole process of self-discovery is going to be botched. You might go down the wrong, the wrong rabbit hole and it may just become even more traumatic, whatever it may be. But the reason why I started this off talking about being a really good journalist is because therapy or journalism is a really good metaphor for therapy. And here are two reasons why. Think about the job description of journalists. It really boils down to just two things, okay? I'm gonna go through them individually. You collect the data, you know, get a story, and then you report that story. You share that story, right? That's really it for journalists. You get the story, report the story. Uh, you hear it a lot in like, you know, movies and just random, random jobs and things for that, that people are assigned to just observe and report. You know, a lot of interns are told, just go observe and report, observe this meeting, report on what you learn kind of thing. In a way, reporters 
and journalists have to do that same thing. They observe, but they're actively engaged in the observation, and then they report what they have gathered, okay? In therapy or in mental health work, self-reflection and any conversation you have with a therapist or a coach or yourself or a friend, that is the collection of the story. You're collecting the data points that make up the story that ultimately needs to be shared. But this is a story, clearly this is a story about you, clearly this is a story about what you want out of your life, and clearly this is a story that represents the healthier, more fulfilled, happier, higher functioning version of yourself or more successful version of yourself. And real quick, I'm sorry if you can hear the siren in the background. I live in New York City and it's clearly stuck in traffic <laughs> wherever it is. And so it's just going, it's going to be going for another minute or so. But in any case, the point is, is that the, the story that you are collecting as a reporter, metaphorically in therapy, is your story about your higher self, truer self, healthier self, successful self, whatever it may be. And so journaling, for instance, is a great way to collect that data. It's a great way, almost as though you are a reporter who's interviewing a source and you are journaling, you're writing down the data that you collect in that conversation, in that interview. And then, but then you have a ton of information, right? When I have journaled in the past, there's been a lot of times where I'm like, okay, cool, I have a ton of information, but now what do I do with this? And obviously a reporter is called a reporter because it needs to report the information, right? So especially in mental health, this goes for everything in life, but especially in mental health, when you learn something about yourself or about your past or you are traumas and you process something that's really, really heavy and emotional or painful, something must then be done about it. It somehow has to be expressed or reconstructed in some kind of way that you're not just sitting with new knowledge that doesn't serve some kind of purpose. Now, I'm going to put a little asterisk on this because a lot of therapists, like traditional talk therapy, will want you to just become aware of things and just be with it. And that's okay. I want to make clear that even just sitting with that new awareness and letting it kind of absorb into you and letting yourself understand it differently or understand yourself or whatever experience differently, that's doing something with it. That's action. So that's not just collecting the story, that's doing something with the story. But beyond that, because obviously sitting with new information and sitting with new knowledge is the most simple action you can take, most straightforward. The other version of reporting, like a journalist would then put it into their newspaper or into their magazine and write up the story, share it with the world. Entrepreneurs or social media content creators, creators, they would put it onto their platform, they would share it with the world, they would express it. But in a layman's case, so someone who's not on social media, but just is working on their mental health in the grind, the personal development grind, what it means to report their story or report your story is to express it, express what you've learned or express that growth in some kind of way that makes sense in your life. 
here are some examples of what that could look like. Number one, it could simply be journaling even more about what you've learned. So it's just for you. It stays private. And you're like, holy cow, I've learned X, Y, and Z this week. This makes me think so much about this past event, this past relationship, whatever it is. And you're able to think totally differently now going into new situations or see things very differently. Option number two, you tell somebody, tell somebody what you've learned. Could be your loved one, like your spouse, could be a family member, could just be sitting down with a friend and be like, hey, you know what? Uh, I just learned something really amazing in therapy. I'm really excited about it. It's actually kind of a breakthrough. And you're just, you're reporting it. <laughs> you're teaching it, basically. You're just sharing the news. Um, I like to use that metaphor. Just like you're just sharing the news when you're stating, hey, so-and-so, would you mind listening to me? This is something that I just learned this week to a friend or colleague. And number three is the next level of just sharing it or sharing the news like that. Number three is when some kind of intervention needs to be made or some kind of conversation has to be had with someone else in your life that maybe your past self hurt or whose feelings your past self hurt in the past. And if there's some kind of reparation that needs to be made, either by sending a text, reaching out to someone saying hello, or having a full-fledged conversation about something, um, or having a really challenging conversation with your spouse or partner at home, that's number three of how to then report that story. Once you've collected all that data, and now you know, oh man, this is what it means. Here's the story. Here's the truth. Here's why I acted that way. Here's why I feel this way. Here's how that event affected me in the past. Option number three is if somebody else is involved, that's how you can move forward. That's how you can remove that block. Even if it's really painful. Remember, I mean, using this metaphor in just the most, you know, innocent way, writing a story for, I mean, journalists, like writing a story and reporting it and sharing it in their periodical, stories cause controversy. Stories can hurt people's feelings. Stories cause pain and chaos. But it's still important that that story comes out. So if you are someone in that third bucket who need to have a really challenging conversation with somebody because of this, because of pain you've caused or pain that your old self caused, and now you know why that happened and you want to repair, this conversation may still cause pain. It may still cause chaos in your friendship or your relationship, whatever it is. It may not fully feel resolved or you may not feel better really after having that conversation for a long time. You may not have that friend after the conversation. There may be something that you're grieving and you lose by doing this. But the fact remains that you have done extremely powerful work by collecting your own story, your real, true, authentic story and your data, and then doing something with it that's healthy. Even if there's a loss involved in it, at the end of the day, you're doing something that's healthy, that has good intentions. So to summarize, I mean, I listed off three examples, but there are many, many others. This could be, this could be lots of different things, but it can be the summarizing the three, it could be private, 
where you just take your new learnings and you apply it either to your journaling or your daily interactions, or you just think differently about yourself. You start to behave differently. You dress differently, things like that. Or number two is number two is when you're interacting with a friend or a colleague and you are just teaching it to them. You're sharing it to them like the news and you just want to make it known. You want to speak it out because there's such power in verbalizing something that you learn in your head. The number three is that if there's a real intervention that has to happen, like a reparation with somebody that you've hurt or just some, some relationship that's causing tension or a blockage. So those are the three primary categories, but I wanna know what that is for you because it's gonna be completely unique to everybody and it's gonna change week to week and year to year. So overall summary, working on your mental health is like being a journalist because the role or your role when you're working on your mental health is collecting the data and getting the story. And then once you have that story, you need to share that story. You need to do something with it. You need to report it in some kind of way. And so psychologically, personally, and emotionally, overall, that sharing of the story is you expressing yourself differently. So you expressing what you've learned in a new way or expressing yourself in a new way, showing up differently, having a different conversation, feeling more confident in who you are, why you are the way you are, why you feel the way you feel, and what you're capable of. Because we're all going to face these challenges. We're all working on our psychology, whether we want to or not, <laughs> on a daily basis. We are constantly grappling with our own minds, our own psychology. And so if you go through this work and you not only collect the data you need and learn what you need, but also do something with it you will just continue to strengthen your ability to deal with and manage that daily struggle.